0: What's up, my favorite Estes ever? (laughs) Um, You are listening to the Waxing Podcast, and I am Kirsten. And you can also find me at Tampa Waxer on Instagram. And then you can go on to the Waxing Podcast on Facebook. I have an amazing group on there. I basically ask them everything down to what logo I should use. I am super present in there. So if you want to have some fun conversations, then head on in. I wanted to do a short intro today just because I have some amazing content coming your way. But basically, I have the pleasure of speaking with Casey and Lorena, and they are from Beauty BFF Podcast. And that makes me so excited to talk to two podcasters, as I am a podcaster, as you already know, because you're literally listening to me talk on the podcast. (laughs) Um, But they are amazing. I had so much fun. We have so much heading for you guys in this next couple of seconds. So without further ado... Everyone, meet the girls from the Beauty BFF podcast. This episode is brought to you by Grove Brands. I know what you're thinking. Is this a new aftercare product or a new wax brand? Nope, my friend. Even better. This is a website company I love and trust that is going to give you your dream page. Listen, your first impressions are huge. This is the first spot online that your clients are going to see you. Don't try to do this yourself, okay? It's not worth it. It takes so much more time and you never perfect it like a professional does. We talk about it all the time. Hey, don't wax at home. Don't use Flamingo. We do it better. This is exactly what a website designer will tell you. And right now, if you let him know that Tampa Waxer sent you, he is giving you a free consultation to help navigate you in your website creation. And Grove Brands is linked in the bio below. So go ahead and take a look. And you can also find them at Grove Brands on Instagram.
1: All right. We're recording.
0: Yay. Yay. So first off, I just want to say thank you guys so much for hopping on this podcast. You know, I have had brands on the podcast. I've had other waxers on the podcast, but I am like so excited to have another esthetician slash podcaster podcast on the podcast.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Say that three times. Yeah. Thank you so much for
1: having us. We're excited to be here. Usually we're getting, we're interviewing people. So I think it's fun for us to get interviewed once in a while.
0: I know. Do you guys feel like any differently going on to a podcast, like being interviewed versus actually interviewing people?
1: Yeah. I'm like this. I sit back and I'm like, oh, I could just answer some questions. <laughs> like this is, this, I I, for me, I feel like this is fun. What do you think, Absolutely. Lorena?
2: Yeah. No, I I mean, I wish that we were on more podcast. We were saying this earlier. We're like, we're always like, why aren't people asking us to be on their podcast. And then you asked us and we were actually talking about you. So we're glad that you reached out and yeah, this is fun. It's kind of like turning the tables on us, which, you know, I love. I'm into it. I'm like, yeah, at my I, house right now. We get to record. This is amazing.
0: <laughs> I know. And then it's like, nice. Cause it's like, hopefully, you know, I know a lot of my listeners i'm sure have at least heard of you guys listen to a few things but i'm excited for them to like get to have you guys intimately on my podcast and then maybe pull out some information that you can help towards like waxers just because i know specifically you guys do lashes and then you do facials casey but um i know that lorraine i know you've stepped out of that zone but um yeah. i'm excited to kind of pick your guys's knowledge especially if i think it can help um, other waxers in the industry There's a ton of waxers that are solo, you know, on their own. Just like I think, you know, lashes are a really big one as well, where people just kind of rent that suite and do everything themselves. So I'm excited
2: to pick your brains. I I love it. I mean, I think waxing is like an underground thing that like should be talked about more. And so Uh I love if people can just like get into just the waxing. I think that's so great.
0: Yeah. And I wanted to just first for the people that like don't know who you guys are, um, if you could just share like a little bit about what you do. And yeah, Lorena, you can start first if you want.
2: Yeah. So I own Dear Lash Love. I actually, I went to esthetician school uh, initially to do brow shaping and like waxing. I love doing brows. And then I got into doing facials. I met Casey, started working with her, realized that I kind of wanted to try out lashes. So I got trained in lashing and fell in love with that. And then Slowly, just like evolved into branding my own lash t shirts and was still taking clients full time up until probably like last year. And now I've pulled out and I'm just focusing on you know the podcast and creating content. Is it's crazy, but that's like my full time job now is um just coming up with like tips for you know anyone in the beauty industry. It doesn't have to be lashes, it could be waxing, you know uh, facials, whatever. But, uh, really I'm just, I feel like I'm like a content creator now. So that's pretty exciting, but I'm, I'm happy to be on here. And I, again, like I love waxing because I think if you can get really good at it, you have like clients for life.
0: Yeah, totally. And I, and I just want to give you a compliment because I do believe you make content creating look so easy. And (laughs) it is definitely a challenge, like an act for it as well.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, it's definitely something I'm, I'm very passionate about. And I didn't think that I would be doing it, like I said, full time, but I really, really enjoy just like sharing my journey and just motivating other artists to, you know, to, to, to actually make it be easy for them as well, you know, because quite honestly, it's like we're in that treatment room mm-hmm. full time. You don't have the time to be like creating all this glamorous content. So I like to kind of break it down and make it super simple for everyone watching.
1: Yep, for sure. And then Casey. I'm Casey Boone. I'm the other half of Beauty Biz BFs. <laughs> I own Glow Skin Care. It's a skincare studio um i am also an esthetician licensed for now going on almost 15 years i've owned glow for the past uh, almost decade and marshall be a decade which is crazy that also makes me feel like a little bit old that i've been owning a business for 10 years but you're not old well, i
0: know people, not i, old. Say, I know people look at you yeah and they're like no way have you been an esthetician
1: i mean it like goes to like the proof is literally in the face you're like, yeah i was like this is called really good skin care So yeah, I've been a practicing esthetician for the past 15 years. I also have a very popular cold roller line. I have created the glow towels, which is a very popular towel for estheticians that covers the face, neck and decollete. And like Lorena, I am also a content creator, which never in my life did I think that (laughs) that would be part of my job. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I'm similar to Lorena where I'm sharing some business tips, but I also love just sharing how to like all my tips and tricks like in the treatment room since I still have like a tiny little pinky toe in the treatment room. But I'm really just now I feel like my main focus is to support other estheticians. And yes, I used to do a tiny little bit of waxing like Lorena was doing, <laughs> um, as she did as well. I love when – I okay, first off, I feel like waxing is like having a moment.
2: Yes. Because, okay, so like I said, it's having
1: moment. a moment. Like I've been in the industry for 15 years when I ha- was running a full big uh, – skincare studio back in the day, I had multiple waxers and it was like popping off. And then I feel like lasering got really popular and kind of like died Mm -hmm. off. And then all of a sudden I'm getting, I'm feeling this resurgence of the waxing and I'm really into it. I know we're going to talk about, you wanted to talk about this today, but like niching down, but I'm so obsessed that like the waxers are kind of like reclaiming their spot. Yeah. I love it. Waxing is sexy.
0: (laughs) I know. And you know what? Like, I'm just so proud to be in the waxing community for a lot lot of reasons, but more importantly, like, I obviously follow so many waxers and like people are really owning it. Right. It's like, I feel like when I was in school, I graduated in 2013 from aesthetic school and waxing kind of seemed like, Oh, you want to do like waxing, but like we're teaching you facials and we're teaching you all of this stuff, which is what I loved as well. Cause I went initially for that, but like waxing was this like, Oh, you came here just to do that. And now I feel like it's like I have so many students in my podcast listening right now, like people are in school to learn strictly waxing. And I'm like, it's, it's cool. And I do feel like there's like this girl, if you will, on Instagram land, that is like making waxing just so much fun. Like they're myself included. I try to make waxing seem like the most fun possible thing you could do in your Monday through Friday on your lunch break.
1: Yes, I'm obsessed with that. And I do have to say, when I had a waxer back in my studio back in the days, she made a, I don't know if I can cuss on here, but she makes a fucking killing. She was making making more than all of of us. She was making more than all of us. Lorena knew her too. She was fucking crazy. That's a whole other story. But she was Uh killing it with the Brazilians and the Manzilians. But I do have to say, it takes a special type of person. And I'm not that person that's going to wax people. But... Mm -hmm. it, 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 I know it attracts like a very specific type of person. And I just, I just think the whole community that you guys are growing right now is so amazing.
0: Thank you. Yeah. I'm having like a lot of fun. And I, I started doing facials for years and then I got introduced to waxing because of my now, um, my current boss. And I remember I actually went there to be a receptionist first and she goes, Kirsten, like, why don't you just try waxing? And I was like, No, like I can't. It's like, like, I know. And I was think I was more fearful and maybe like more uneducated where I felt like I could, like I was so uncomfortable doing it. And then now it's like looking back on like three years later and it's like shaped like who I am in the aesthetics industry so much. So I'm like always thankful for like the opportunity that I got to wax, but I do agree. You have to definitely be like a certain type of person to wax because at the end of the day, you're putting people in pain, but they're like thanking you afterwards.
2: Yeah, it's so <laughs> weird. waxers are savage. I mean, I feel like <laughs> so like <savage>. like <laughs> esthetician school. It just they didn't shed enough light on waxing, and I think it made everyone fearful. I mean, I just remember being in at school and just being terrified to do the waxing, and you know, looking back at it, it's like I wish that they would have maybe put more focus on that. So hopefully Mm -hmm. they're doing that now. But um, yeah, I think it's, I think it's so great that, that, that industry is like starting to um, like Casey said, have its moment.
0: Yeah. And I know you just said earlier that you initially went into aesthetic school for like brow shaping and things like
1: that. But Casey, did you always know that you wanted to do facials? No. So here's my story. I wanted, I was a dancer back in the day, a long, long time ago, and I'd have to do all the stage makeup and I was really good at it. And I thought I wanted to be a makeup artist, but here in LA being a makeup artist, it's super competitive, e- you know, mm-hmm. even again, 15 years ago. <laughs> um, <laughs> but so I went to esthetician school, like oh, I'm just going to get my license. So it looks good on my resume, but I don't really want to do facials or peels or microdermabrasion. And guess what? I go to school. I never do makeup again. <laughs> and all I deal do is peels and microdermabrasion. So, you know, you just never know what you're going to be interested in when you're starting school or even five years into your career, 10 years into your career, like things change. Your passion might go in one direction or another.
0: Yeah, for sure. And actually that gives me like such a good question to ask you guys because you two are both so seasoned in the industry. What do you feel like Like, if a girl's listening right now, okay, let's say she's in school and she's, like, being kind of um, pulled in different directions, right, because they're teaching her facials one day and then the next day they're doing waxing and then so on and so forth. Um, What would you say to a girl that, like, doesn't really know what they want to do and, like, like where would they – like, where do you think they would start? I
1: mean – I would say... It's a hard question, kind of. (laughs) I say try it all. I don't... In Mm -hmm. the beginning, you know, we talk about niching down so much, but I think because Lorena and I, and I, I think I can speak for both of us, we went into school, you know, we had things, we had ideas, but if you're open to just kind of playing around with everything, you don't have to niche down right away. Like Lorraine and I were sl- slaying brow waxes and spray <laughs> tans and peels and facials. It took us all <laughs> these years to like fully niche down. So I would say try it all. Why not have fun, play around. You're not stuck to one thing in the beginning or really ever.
2: I, I completely yeah. agree with Casey. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like look back and laugh at when we would work together and we were like going from doing a facial, we're coming out of there super sweaty. Like maybe <laughs> one of us is like, you got that brow wax and then get the spray tan room. <laughs> and like, we did it all. And in the beginning, I wanted to be that person that could give my client whatever they wanted. I didn't want them to leave my little bubble. So if that meant they were going to me, then there, maybe they were going to Casey, like they weren't ever leaving us. And that's what I wanted. But, um, and so I do agree with Casey, like there's no pressure. I mean, I've changed my career path so many times and I wouldn't have it any other way. So I think just like having realistic expectations, having fun while you're in school and trying it all, you know, and just being open. Um, and then, you know, down the line, maybe you can think about like niching down, but I feel like, um, it's great to explore. And, but there's also something to be said for like efficiency in your treatment room. And I just know that for us personally, like it did get difficult to have to transition, you know, like you start out with the facial, maybe you're transitioning to the waxing and just like moving things around. So like, I guess that's something that I would think about down the line is just like, can you move? efficiently and quickly (laughs) without feeling like overwhelmed in your room. I think for me, that's when I realized I kind of wanted to focus on just the lashes because I was having to like flip my sheets and then make sure my wax pot was on and then make sure the lash stuff was ready to go. And I just felt a little overwhelmed. So that That, that was... And like
0: your energy, right? Because I'm like, when you do a facial, you feel you're like kind of in a certain like headspace a little bit, right? Because you're like, okay, the client, of course, like, wants to see results. So that's great. And those are going to be your more like uppity talkative facials. But then you have a client who maybe just like really needs like a break from like real life. And so you have to, you know, zone that in. But I mean, once you get to like waxing, it's really all about filling the room with conversation. So it's like, I can only imagine how weird it would be to like bounce back and forth from that, especially lashes in another one. People tend to want to relax a little bit more. Right. So, like, you're in this like zone of relaxation and concentration. And then you like get up, run to the other room, and you're doing a brow wax. And you're like, so what are you doing this weekend? And like, blah, 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 blah. And then you have to switch. Like, that's a lot on your mental, I feel like, more than anything. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know? And I, I mean, and people can get
1: burnout quick doing that real quick i mean i think we can both say that we got we were getting burnt out and you know lorraine Mm -hmm. and i would look at each other like oh okay i can't do the spray (laughs) tan and then the facial and the it was just like too much different energy so i think both of us were like okay i'm gonna i love facials i'm gonna stick with facials because i can be like chill in my facials all day Mm -hmm. long and then i don't have to be in this like bright room with the fluorescent lights like trying to wax a brow right after it just it messes with your head and yeah. I love that we're talking about this because I don't think it's something that we you know we talk about as estheticians a lot of times like mm-hmm. it, it really does take a different headspace for each different type of service
2: absolutely I don't think I mean we haven't really touched on that but it's like it can be mentally exhausting being in that room you know so I think again it It kind of is important, like once you find get a little more clarity on what you are like gravitating towards, to really focus on like, okay, how can I be like the most relaxed, the most efficient in my treatment room. And that might mean cutting out something, you know, when I was working with Casey, I, I worked right next door to her and she was like, did all the facials. She'd been doing facials for years. So I came in to kind of help her to rent. And then I rented like a room right next door and was taking her overflow. But I realized like, maybe I should focus on the lashes because Casey's like got this covered and I see longevity with her. So I want to kind of do something that's complementary to her. So that's like another thing to think about is like, depending on, you know, your work situation if you're renting a room with someone or if you're an employee, like thinking about how you can complement their services um, so that you guys can like work better together.
0: Yeah. And that I actually just like, I think that it's like going back to just even the first question, it's like hard because it's like, you know, you you tell girls like Try it all, but then condense, right? Because you're like, you should try it all. Because I wish I had. Maybe if I had tried it all seven years ago, I would have maybe realized I liked waxing a lot sooner. But then it's like, yeah. So like, go broad, right? Right. Get your hands like dirty in every single part of it. But then, I mean, and everyone in this industry, like, we're all creatives, right? So we're gonna spark a little differently doing something. You know, something's gonna just. Be a little bit more like when that appointment gets booked, you're going to be like, yes, I can't wait to do that appointment today. The other appointments, you know, come in and you're like, oh, they seem like more of a burden. But then it's like, you know, going into niching and really like thriving on your niche. And you're like, for me, waxing was huge for me, right? So every single time I'd wax, I'd be like, man, my day goes by so fast. I'm making all this money. I'm having a really good time here. And like now I'm going to like completely dive in and now be you know, a trendsetter in the industry where I am just talking about waxing. And I think you guys both do such a good job with that as well. Cause I mean, going back to like you guys doing everything and then niching <laughs> down, like, do you feel like because you guys were able to really tailor your life to like specifics, do you think that's grown you more than ever?
1: A hundred percent. Yes. I, I, I think. The more I've niched down and the more specific I can be and the less the less amount of like clutter I have as far as like different clients and like things that I need to talk about, it just makes it like more streamlined in my own brain. And yeah. the more I, the more, <laughs> like a lot of stuff <laughs> yeah. up here, you know, <laughs> the more that I've streamlined my business, the services that I offer the happier I am and the more successful my business is. is just how it's worked for me. Does not that saying that like someone else out there could be doing all of those things and also ha- be killing it the game? Like, absolutely. But I think for most people at the yeah. end of the day, you're going to kind of niche down, especially if you want true longevity in this business, right? Because if, you know... Most estheticians are like crashing and burning after six years. Like, there's not a long lot, not a lot of longevity in this career, but there can be, right? If you do
2: it the right way. Yeah, I agree. I agree with Casey. I was telling. uh, I mean, I feel like we, she and I, always have these conversations where we like light each other up, and I'm like, Casey, you need to share more skincare. I'm like, you have this gift where you can show people how to properly take care of their skin, how you do it, the things you have in your treatment room, like show people more of that. And she does the same for me too. Like, Hey, you're the, you're the lash girl. I might not do lashes anymore, but I love giving all the tips on like how to lash more efficiently. This is what your room can look like. This is how you can get more clients. And so I think once we both kind of got back to basics and realized like, okay, these are our things. We're lucky that we have the podcast. So we can kind of go more broad, but like mm-hmm. It's so much more efficient to be able to know, like, I'm just pimping out all the lash tips that I can. And for Casey, she's just pimping out all the skin that she can. Like we can kind of go off topic, but I think it's important to kind of like stick with your thing. I mean, back in the day, it's like when I first started making the t-shirts, I had all these ideas and all these designs for all sorts of different shirts. But Mm -hmm. once I really decided to stick with the lashes is when like, I feel like my business took off. So I think that's, yeah.
0: I feel like everyone, listen, I feel this is going to, let me just manifest this into the future because I feel (laughs) like people are going to be like, you know, I need a Lorena to my Casey or you're the Casey to my Lorena. (laughs) Like, I feel like that should be like an esthetician thing because it's so important to have friends in this industry because it's like, you know, I have one in California, her name's Ashley. And it's so nice because it's like, you know, sometimes your brain can seem so like, Oh, with like things to like post and creativity and things like that. But like You know, Casey's looking at you, Lorena, and being like, what? You're so good at this do this, you know, and it's hard sometimes for ourselves to see that. And so I'm yeah. like, I feel like you guys are such a perfect duo because you guys have each other to like constantly be like, this is like, you know, what I see you doing today. And like, this is what you're good at and all that stuff. So that was more a compliment than a question. But. Thank
1: you. Well, I feel like we, what you nailed it. It's like, we keep each other in line and it's also yeah. like, yeah. you know, you need like a therapist to like, kind of give you that outside perspective. But Lorena is like, Casey, why aren't you sharing like how to cleanse? And I'm like, <laughs> Lorena, why aren't you sharing how to style your t-shirt. Like sometimes you just need that reminder because like you said, like as creatives, we get like so in our head, like, Oh, I need to share something new. And it's like, no, just, we have so much knowledge as estheticians. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's why the niching down is so important. So you can like, you're not getting all the other clutter.
2: Yeah. I mean, we're creative people is just like, you're grabbing at all these ideas. And so for me and Casey, we like (laughs) rein each other in. I'm like, Hey, you have a gift. Use your hands. Like, let's see more videos. I was like, uh, oh yeah. Thanks. Yeah. It's funny Oh, I, know. I saw a video that you did Casey and you were like
0: tr- putting me in like a trance. Like you put these <laughs> yeah. like cucumber, like cooling masks on somebody and you're like, okay. And I'm just going to like, even, even your voice is very skincare. Like, I don't even know <laughs> if anyone's ever told you that, but I feel no. like I could be in a room for you for, with, for hours. Like your <laughs> voice is just very like, hello. I'll take care yeah. of your skin. <laughs> I really like, I <laughs> thank you. <laughs> like, you know, And I'm like, I just remember watching that video and you were like, and now I'm going
1: to be taking some
0: cleanser. And I'm like, oh my God, it's just so stupid. I'm like (laughs) singing, singing you, I'm
1: singing you to sleep while I'm washing your face. I know (laughs) my dog is going
2: crazy in the background, by the way, but it's okay. It's real life. (laughs) It is real life. I feel like as like in the industry, like we're in our treatment rooms and that's our thing. And then also there's like this pressure to create all this, you know. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> crazy content on social media yeah. and like it sucks because honestly we went to school to to be in that treatment room and now there's this other layer to our businesses that is quite honestly so overwhelming you know it's not totally, just about yep. being in your treatment room anymore and 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 it should be in some ways but I think if people just kind of like take a step back and remember what they're passionate about and what they went to school for and what they're actually doing in the room to get clients then I think it'll be easier for them to create content you know like just just share what sure. what just share what you do why you like it and people will come you know it doesn't have to be fluffy it doesn't need to take a lot of time just walk people through your day and share the services that you offer and just like mm-hmm. the amount of joy that you have doing it should be shown through your social media
0: yeah and i like i talked about creating content like a little bit ago on one of my episodes and i'm like you know, people make it seem so like elaborate and like backflips are being done in the background to get that perfect shot. And I'm like, you know, you, that's like, cool. if That's what you have fun doing. Cause I do think that there's people that have fun doing it. And I think it's fun to watch, but like, you know, for the ones that are sitting back and they're like, that's not me. It's like, it doesn't have to be you. I'm like, just don't put a stock photo up. Right. It's like, that's the only thing I've ever told (laughs) anyone. I'm like, if I have one advice for anyone, if like don't put a freaking stock photo up if you put a freaking stock photo up I'm not, I'm pissed already you know it <laughs> could be of like your I don't know it's like it could be of like the tool that you use when you tent a brow like that is enough and I think people need to be told that more often because I think so many times like people look around like I have to be better I have to do more and it's like no stick with what you want your clients to know and then repeat and repeat and repeat because Clients might have not seen that post on September 17th. You might need to show them again in October. You know, I think people try to make it like I shared something on my Instagram not too long ago that I had literally had back in my feed in two months ago, but I'm like, well, maybe someone didn't see that service. And now, you know, someone called and wanted to book about it. So it's like, it's a, you know, I don't know. I feel like, and I I actually wanted to talk about Instagram with you guys, because I do feel like you guys have built up such like a huge base on there with all three of your accounts, which by the way, I know that's a full-time job. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> it's a full-time job for me. And you guys have literally three accounts between the three of you or two of you. <laughs> um, but yeah, like what what advice do you like you have to the, to the girl who's just like, it's not coming natural for them. And they're not, you know, Instagram, of, you know, they don't
1: really love the platform, but they want to be on it. I would say, you know, stop putting pressure on yourself. I'm going to just keep talking about how old I am, even though we're not really that old. But like (laughs) when we both started in this industry, there was no social media. There was no Instagram. Even when Lorena came to work at Glow with me, we weren't like we weren't focused on Instagram. And we had all this time to focus like on our clients and our craft. And I think now there's just way too much pressure to like like you said, like doing backflips and like putting on a a crazy (laughs) show Mm -hmm. on Instagram, which I think that's great if eventually you want to get there. But did I start there? Absolutely not. Did Lorena start there? Absolutely not. Ask Lorena. My Instagram was freaking horrible. (laughs) And literally (laughs) one day I was like, I got it. Like I just decided to get on the train. But I like what you were saying. It's like, just share just share your services, share what you enjoy doing. It doesn't have to be this perfect curated picture. If it's a picture of you holding your wax sticks and some cute wax, like why not? I feel like don't do the stock picture. People want to see real stuff these days and it doesn't have to be this perfect, perfect. I would say sometimes I even get better engagement with just like a really quick picture that I took of myself on my iPhone compared to like a professional photo shoot. So. Stop putting pressure on yourself. Just share. I would also say, um, you know start small. So even if you're giving yourself like small, realistic goals where it's like, okay, I'm going to post on my feed three times a week and I'm going to post on my stories those same three times a week, but it only has to be like three stories. You don't have to be story queens like Lorena and I, like you don't. But once you get into that habit... (laughs) Lorena, like a big smile on her face. She's She's like, like, I I am the Instagram queen, story queen. You know, it's like we're story freaks. Sometimes I'm like, God, people are probably sick of me, right? And... Like, shut up, Casey. But it's like, but number one, probably only 10% of your followers are actually seeing what you're posting. Yeah, And I actually have fun doing it, but it takes time to have fun. So if you can create that habit, right? Three times a week, you're posting on your feed. Then all of a sudden you start to feel some traction, you get in a good habit. And then all of a sudden things are starting to happen, but it does not happen overnight.
2: Mm-hmm hmm It doesn't. I mean, I love how Casey talked about the beginning of Instagram because for one, <laughs> yes, it didn't exist. We weren't there to get clients. We were posting just like with a shitty filter. And it was like a picture of the ocean, which we joke about. And (laughs) I remember going to work for Casey and being like, we need to step up your Instagram. Like, okay, if I'm going to be working here, I want glow skincare to have like a great Instagram. And so I started helping her with like Canva and all these things, you know, and fast forward to now we do it full time. But I will say like, I think the problem is that people aren't having realistic expectations. They're in that treatment room five days a week. And then they're thinking that they need to get on Instagram and have this social media presence. And that's just like Mm -hmm. way too much to handle for most people, you know? And so I feel like, again, like going back to just the basics, you not everyone needs to be an Instagram influencer. Okay. Let's be clear. That is not Mm -hmm. for everyone. It's not for everyone to get up, to show face, to talk personal, unless you want to really go down that road. So you don't have to be successful uh, by constantly posting stories or showing your personal life or having this like presence on social media. You can be successful just in your treatment room taking care of your clients. So, I think, like Casey said, just starting, no pressure, just sharing what services you do. I mean, I've been teaching girls, like through coaching, just like how to come up with fun reels or just showing them, like, hey, walk someone through your day, show them like, Hey, this is this facial that I am doing all month. This is how it works. And like simply showing them the step-by-steps of it. And then that's it. You're done. It doesn't need to be like a whole production. So, um, I get the pressure though. You know, it's like you look around and everybody seems to be crushing it on social media, but you have to understand a lot of time and energy goes into that. And you have to be willing to like have that time and energy. And if you don't, you don't, that's why Casey and I are pretty much doing this full time now, because it's just like what mm-hmm. it came down to. But if I was in that room five days a week, like my Instagram wouldn't look as good as it does now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> no, no, neither and of ours yeah. would. Yeah. yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, even like, so going like on that, cause of course, like these are people that are thinking like, okay, this is like something I want to like start doing. And I think, you know, you guys both said it perfect. It's like, give yourself three days a week, you know, that and it doesn't have to be like three days, literally like 17 hours that you're <laughs> up, like give right. yourself just moments for three days a week, just to yes. post some stuff. Um, and then this is like more of a personal question like, like that I'm asking, but I know that some girls listening will, will also, you know, be curious to know your thoughts, but like, so for someone who like me, right, I have my podcasts now I have the Instagram that I stay really active on. I work, um, I am you know lucky enough to work part-time and I don't own a business. So I don't feel like I'm super like tied and stressed in that particularly, but it still takes, um, you know, energy and time. Um, and then I'm like, what else? Oh my gosh. I don't know. I just, you know, the little things that I do, it's like life.
1: Oh, <laughs> yeah, you said you have a kid and a dog. Yeah. And a I dog have a one. There, but, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have a
0: family, yeah. all of this stuff, but I'm like, you know, what advice, cause you guys are beyond um, me in the industry. Like what advice do you have for someone like me who, who enjoys doing all this, who is pretty like hands in with all of it, but like, like, what do you do when you're like getting like, Oh, I'm like kind of feeling the burnout. And I know I'm not the only one ever who feels like that, you know?
1: I mean, we we burn out all the time, and then you got to sit down and reevaluate. I kind Mm -hmm. of am obsessed that you actually don't own your own business and you're working for someone else because I think that's so great that you you you're able to do that. But then it's you're probably able to put a little bit more energy into your Instagram and into your podcast because you don't have the responsibilities Mm -hmm. of running a business. I mean, I think that's a big reason why Lorraine and I both pulled ourselves pretty much all the. I know Lorraine all the way out. I'm pretty Mm -hmm. much all the way out well, because of COVID, that's a whole other story, yeah. <laughs> out of the treatment room to mm-hmm. make sure that I could run my Instagram, my business, my podcast, my life, my all my things. Um, but if you're feeling burnt out, I really recommend looking at how much time you're spending in each area mm-hmm. and also think about how much time, like what's really pulling at you? What's, what's you're really calling for you right now? Again, that Mm -hmm. could change down the road, but if the podcast is really pulling you and maybe the waxing, it's like, eh, like maybe I want to step out like a a day, I would say Mm -hmm. go with that, but that's knowing yourself and also giving yourself, like allowing yourself to to do that and not feeling guilty because I know- I felt guilty so many times when I first started stepping out of the treatment room. Like, well, people aren't going to take me seriously if I'm not slanging 40 clients a week. But that's just mm-hmm. not true. Um, or maybe it's the other way around and you want to step away from your Instagram or your podcast and you want to get in that treatment room more. I think mm-hmm. just being honest with yourself. Also, make sure you're taking regular breaks. Okay. So like I am Mm -hmm. the queen of going so hard. Haley sitting right here next to me and she knows like I go (laughs) hard. Like I am crazy. Like there's, there's weeks where I wish I didn't really have to sleep because my mind's just going, 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 going. But then I will take breaks hard too. where like, I'll just be off the grid for a week. Like I'll go out with my friends or my family and just be done. And I think, as estheticians as business owners we we think like we got to keep going go 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 but if you give your space give yourself space to take breaks it it really it just I don't know it kind of like it's like a reset button mm-hmm. yeah oh my god I like love that <laughs> answer <laughs> Sorry, I was like a little like, there winded.
0: No, I really like that though and I think that I mean I think that just shows that people work in different ways like you yeah. you go so hard but then you also break hard. And I'm like that. Like was, you know, I think that was not only helpful for me, but I think that people listening are going to be like, "Oh my gosh, like it's going to click." Like yeah. I can, you know, not take an hour for myself. I can take like 3 days, you know, if it Please. means that the reset button
1: is going to make you soar, you know, and not plateau. Yeah. But I, you know, I I, that. it's taken mm-hmm. me so many years. Cause there's this thing. It's like, you get this, there's like the snowball effect and you're going, you're going and everything's good. And your Instagram's going and your clients and you're making money. And you feel like if you stop, you're going to like, you're going to lose the momentum. And I mm-hmm. used to do that for years, but then I would burn out. I wouldn't be doing facials as well. I'd be pissed off. I'd be cranky. So like break hard for me has really worked. And I really feel like I want to encourage people to like take more breaks because it has been my saving grace in like the longevity of my career.
2: A hundred percent. And I feel like too, I mean, we always talk about this, like it's not the end of the world. If you decide you need a weekend, we're all guilty of this. Like I put that mm-hmm. pressure on myself, like, oh, if, I, if I'm if i not showing myself on my social media, <gasps> people are going to wonder like, what's happening? Where is she? Maybe her <laughs> business isn't doing well. You know, like it's, it's okay to take, time for yourself. Like not everything needs to be on social media for one. And for two, like taking clients is enough. Like, I think we all need to remember that, like that is enough in itself. And I also think like a tip that I have, I love Casey. She nailed everything is Mm -hmm. paying attention to your body. And also if you're the point and the goal is to have less on your plate, don't fill your plate with more once you have less taken off. So Mm -hmm. My goal was always to be able to work from home. Who doesn't want to be able to work from home? Okay. Once I was able to work from home, then I felt like, well, I have this free time. So what else do I need to be doing?
0: Yeah, Nothing. That's like me in a nutshell. Yeah. Be okay. I, I, if I have moments, I'm like, I need more. Like, it's like, yeah. stop. Like, I think, what is I,
2: wrong with you? <laughs> that's like being an entrepreneur, right? Like that's, yeah. that is why we're here. But being okay with less on your plate and being okay with, okay, I always wanted to work four days in a row now I'm working four days in a row, that should be enough. So whatever your goal is, whether it's to work less, to work more, you know, to pull out of the room, like give yourself a pat on the back that you, that you got to your goal. You know, like I'm finally at that point where I'm like, wait a second, this is what I wanted. And I'm feeling like I need to be like adding more to the plate. And it's just not, it just shouldn't be the case. So just check yourself and pay attention to your body and like, be okay with, you know, the pace that you're going at.
0: And like when you just said like, you know, checking on your goals, I I do this all the time and I always tell like at least like the people close to me, but I'll say it on the podcast for all like the listeners, but like there are so many times that I just feel like I need to be doing more. I think we all feel that way in anywhere, even if we're like doing things in the background, doing things on Instagram, whatever, trying to reach all these goals. But it's like if you just like stop, maybe you haven't reached the you know bigger goals in your life but like when I stop sometimes and I think about the little ones or like the medium ones or even like a couple big ones I'm like damn like that's kind of cool that I've you know I started zero and I'm already like to this point and so I think like with everybody even like people that are starting out their own business if they're like waxing and you know everyone's looking like popping on Instagram everyone looks like they're busy everyone this it's like you know just take a second and like reevaluate that like you didn't even have that business a couple months ago. And now you're like sitting in your own suite. You know, I just think we all crave more all yeah. the time. Yeah. You know? And it's we're like not ugh.
2: celebrating the, like the mini yes. milestones enough. Like no. even for us today, we are like, wait, wow, we have been on like a good amount of podcasts and we have interviewed really cool people. And what you <laughs> have to like, you have to remind yourself of the, of like the great things that you've done in your career, big or small. Or like, you
1: know, it's like I I think about what I'm where I'm sitting right now, what we're doing. If you had told little Casey and Lorena, (laughs) you know, eight years ago when we had first met and we were working together, if we were doing all this shit, we'd go, what? (laughs)
0: what are you talking about? Like that's, you'd be like, how,
1: where, where? Yeah. How girl, how? (laughs) So yeah, I think giving yourself all those wins, you know, big, little, small, give yourself the wins, give yourself a pat on the back and, you know, look back in the past and go, okay, you're, you're killing it. And maybe even if you're feeling burnt out in that moment, you know, it's a moment. Let yourself have that moment too. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let yourself yes. have the good. But also, if you're having a shitty day, a shitty week, if you're fucking tired, if you don't want to wax one more <laughs> vagina, that's okay too.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I close my eyes. I'm like, oh my God. One like, more. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you got this. You got okay. it. Vaginas are the fun ones to wax. That's when you get the most money. <laughs> I tell everyone, people are like, I have clients that come in and they're just so curious about waxing, you know, the ones that are doing more facial waxing. And they're like, you know, what's your favorite wax to do? And I think they are ready for me to say brows. I'm like, no girl, Brazilians. I said all day long, like if you have me lined up with Brazilians, I am a happy (laughs) esthetician. Like that stuff is quick. That is huge. It's fast turnover and it is high ticketed priced and it is, and people they love to tip you because, like, they're so vulnerable. They're yeah. showing you all their goods, yeah, and then they're going that. out and they're like, "Hell yeah!" She just got me out in seven minutes. Like, you know, I'm like, "Hell it's yeah!" Brazilians all day A long. Seven minute badge waxing. I love. Damn, it. that's oh, fast. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Oh yeah, I know. It's funny. I tell people that all the time. I I actually like challenge them. I'm like, you know, today's gonna and they're expecting like their first appointment in to be. 30 minutes. And I'm like, Oh no, today's 15 minutes. That's your first time. I said, the next time you
2: come in, I'm getting this in seven, 10 minutes tops. And
0: they're I like, love your confidence
2: is? too, because <laughs> that's what people want in that room. They want someone that's oh, like, yeah. I got you girl 15 minutes. Next time it's going to be seven. Like you're good to go. Yes. Clients can smell fear. So mm-hmm. I love your confidence because I can already tell you're a great waxer and just <laughs> like other people getting into the, into this industry. just need to remember to like own your shit. Own, Own your room. Your when your clients are so coming true. in, like that is your house and they are your guest, make them feel welcome.
0: Yeah. yeah. When I, when I started feeling awkward about being like a waxer, you know, cause at the beginning I was like, Oh, like people would ask me what I do. And I'm like, well, I'm an esthetician. Like, you know, and I wouldn't really go in niche wise. Cause it was like, I had to explain why I was a waxer. And once I changed that mindset and once I was like, you know what, I'm a freaking waxer. Like this is what I do. And this is what I love. I'm not kidding you. My clients saw the switch. Everyone around me saw the switch. And now like what, what month is it? October. I am almost booked into January amazing waxing. congratulations amazing. Like, and i don't work alone so i that is like with and i love my co-workers obviously too and their book too but like that is sharing a space with three other girls
2: that's amazing so like, there's room for everyone there's room for, for everyone that, totally. and
1: confidence mm-hmm. is really key it yeah, really yeah. is especially in this industry it is key even if you feel a little you're not 100% if you let your clients know you feel 100% You'll get there yourself.
2: <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, and
1: I've faked it till I made it. Like Hell I yeah. can't even tell
2: you how many times. That's <laughs> and I mean, like... that's what we're still doing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I'm like it's a constant <laughs> battle with like yeah,
2: yeah. But for anyone listening to, I feel like it's just important like to reach out to other people for support if you don't have a Casey or a Lorena or a Kirsten, like go find somebody. you know there's yep. so many of us in the industry that really are willing to help and I think that's been the coolest thing about all of this is just forming friendships through social media, forming connections and learning from other men and women. So you know don't yeah. be afraid don't be afraid to reach out to any of us at any time absolutely. Well, and-
0: and speaking on that, you guys actually have something coming up if you want to, to share. I don't know the date of the what what you guys are speaking on because I think that's like a perfect opportunity for people to like go and,
1: you know, I'm like, what are we connect. speaking on? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, we're speaking the Lash on Conference. the Lash Conference. We're speaking at the Lash yeah. Conference. We're talking about customer service, the beauty biz way. We're also going to be speaking at, is it, I I always mess this up, uh, I-E-C-S-C. They're doing like a, they, yeah. did I say that right? Oh, God. Lorraine is making the face. I don't I'm know. I'm it just it going like oh, my this. God. Yeah. Just, yes, <laughs> but I know what you yes, mean. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're speaking <laughs> at a couple digital conferences, um, in the next couple, like before the end of the year,
2: we'll plug everything on we will. our social medias. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Make sure
1: cool. you're following us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you're like, it'll be up whenever it up. it'll it be yes, up and, soon. And tell everyone, um, your guys's Instagram handles both personal. And then of course your podcast. And, although I think a lot of my listeners like, I know they know you they're probably all like I put it on my Facebook I was like oh I'm you know about to go on with the beauty BFF um, podcast and they're like oh my god I you know so I'm like I know that they're fans yay oh
1: yay (laughs) go ahead Casey I'm at glow skin A on Instagram my website is glow skin A. and then together we're beauty biz BFFs podcast on Instagram beautybizbffs.com
2: Love it. I'm Dear Lash Love on Instagram, Facebook, all of that. Um, the cool thing is that like, yes, I focus on lashes. Yes, Casey focuses on skincare. The podcast is obviously a lot more broad, but you can take anything that we share on our social medias and apply it to really any industry. And that's why I love it. It's like whenever we're creating things, you can spin it and just like insert your industry here. Yeah. So I
0: agree. Yes. Yeah, I totally agree. There's been plenty of things that I have taken. um, you know, just with like inspiration and stuff. And that's the cool thing about the beauty industry is that at least customer service base and like things like that, it's all, it's all the the same. same. It really is. It
1: really is.
0: Yep. Yeah. And I think if there's like any takeaway from this, it's like, be confident, own yourself and yeah, give yourself a little bit of a freaking break because we all are way too damn hard on ourselves. (laughs) We
1: are so hard on ourselves, especially as women, right? We're just like, we feel like we need to put all this shit on our plate and then we get it off and then we try and re-add it. It's like, just (laughs) chill, just chill and give yourself those wins. Yeah, for sure. Well, thank you guys so much
0: for coming on today. Like, I mean, as you both know, in the beginning, it's not recorded, but like, I'm so excited for this. Like, this was a moment for me in which I, you know, simply like asked, and I got like the best and easiest response ever. And you guys are obviously like <laughs> so much fun. So well,
2: thank you for having us.
0: Always is, ask.
2: Yeah, always yeah. ask, and you sh- shall receive. Right? Honestly, yes. just honest. ask in the there. right yep. way. <laughs>
1: so, yeah, just ask in the right way. Be clear and straightforward, and we'll say. I yes. mean,
2: Yay. this is also a moment for us. So thank you for having us. It is.
1: Yay. This was Yay. so fun. Thank you. Thanks for interviewing us and letting us take a little break.
2: I know. I know.
0: It's, um, yeah, it's fun being on like the other end of it because you can like relax a little bit. But you guys made that, you guys are so relaxing. Like I didn't even for five minutes in, I'm like, oh, this is like not at all nerve wracking in the least. So
1: I mean, we don't have an issue talking. That's why we started the (laughs) podcast because Lorraine and I would just not shut up sometimes. So yeah. Yep. No, I feel that. (laughs)
0: All right. And there we have it on the waxing podcast. That episode was so much fun. I was really excited that I got to interview the two of them. That was definitely something that I wanted to do um, when I first started my podcast. So they were girls that I had in mind. I would never have ever expected myself to get there this early, but I'm so happy I did. I'm so happy I reached out and asked because it was honestly just fun good connection Um, if you guys like this podcast or this episode then go ahead and hit subscribe and then it would mean everything if you will take a minute and write me a review on how you like the podcast if you subscribe it allows you to get all my up-to-date every single podcast coming out every Friday right to your phone see you next time